You know, there are influences for everything. You can influence just about anything. You can be an influencer for booze. You can be an influencer for clothing. And now it all goes to the dogs. And they're making big bucks. So the pandemic created a whole bunch of things. I mean, you know, you're either making bread, you were either, you know, watching Netflix, or you were either working 20-hour days uh, on the front lines or doing what we do or whatever. I mean, it was, it was different. But there were a number of different chapters. And one of the viral chapters was that everyone got a dog. Lots of dogs. And then everyone went online to show off said dog. And then, you know, now there are stars online that are dogs. You've got Iggy the Italian Greyhound showing off uh, Zara clothing. Uh, Huts in the Corgi has hundreds of thousands of followers bringing hashtag fluff joy to the world. And if you've got one of these dogs that hits and you've got 50,000, uh, you know, followers, you, you can make about 500, 1,000 bucks per post. That's not a bad day's pay. Let me bring in Stephanie Dumont, creative director of Street Dog Marketing. This is a uh, Toronto-based agency that works specifically with the uh, pet industry. Thanks so much, Stephanie, for joining us. Hi. Thank you, Alex. I, um, I'm, I'm happy to uh, talk to you this morning. Well, I mean, the, third, the, the first thing they teach you in journalism school is, um, you know, don't work with pets and kids. <laughs> Because you can't, you just, they are their own thing. They will uh, do their own thing and you can never, you never, you never get what you think you'll get. And that's why it's, they're always so, you know, they always come up with the best moments. But, you know, people do love their dogs. Um, and we have a lot of them, 3.9 million dogs in Canada now. It's a massive industry, $2.8 billion. Um, and I think it's even higher now. But, you know, Canadians love their dogs and they love this stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, the, the numbers that we're, seeing now it's just an industry it's just such an exciting industry and it's you know full of so many passionate pet people and it's an industry that's actually expected to grow about 6.1 percent annually uh to reach about 350 billion dollars in size by 2027 so think about that yeah that's going to be incredible it's just it's it's a great space so what makes a dog an influencer because you know, I mean, I, I think everyone looks at their pet and goes, oh, if I put Fluffy up, she'd make a million bucks. Everyone loves Fluffy. But what makes the animal an influencer? I mean, it's a great question. We get asked that all the time. And um, who doesn't love, you know, spending time on social media looking at cute, you know, photos of dogs? And, you know, even there's cat influencers out there. And <laughs> and you, you have to, you know, set yourself apart. It, it is such a saturated market. And you have you have to to keep that creative, you know, those creative juices flowing. You have to be able to inspire people through the content that you're creating. And, you know, you have to provide some sort of, of backing and, um, you know, to build that brand's reputation, you have to trust and believe in that brand. And so, yeah. so, so do people like bring their dog to you? I mean, because a lot of the people or the influencers I've seen, they, they, this is what they do. They, they go out, they buy little outfits. They've kind of crafted their dog into like a specific niche category. Like um, mm-hmm. I think, uh, what's his name? Iggy is this beautiful greyhound, but he, he's, mm-hmm. he's modeling for Zara now, like little dog outfits and stuff. But yeah, that's, that pays a lot of money. It does. And, um, you know, it, it's kind of one of those, I guess you can call it a side hustle for many, you know, pet owners. I, I know that there are dog, you know, parents in the world that that may do this, you know, professionally full time. But um, I think for, for many, it, it is, you know, one of these passion projects. 
and, you know, a big, you know, fuel behind it is the bond that they have with their animal. They want to share the love that they have for these pets and they don't bring them essentially to us. I mean, through the agency, we do have on our website, you know, a portal that you can submit your, you know, pet profiles for us to take a look at. And from there, we have the ability to look at things like, you know, their engagement, the, the types of images they're creating, um, what sorts of, you know, content uh, they're creating. And if we feel that could be a good fit for a brand that we work with, then we start that conversation and, and we ask them for things like media kits. And, mm. you know, brands treat the relationship between these influencers like you would in a job interview, because many of these brands are going to be spending a lot of money to you know, get those influencers generating content for the brand. Yeah. I mean, cause you just can't, you cannot make an animal very few anyway, uh, mm-hmm. act on command. I mean, my sushi, my cat is hysterical, but like if I put him in a room full of people, I'd be like, okay, do that thing. And he won't do it, but he'll do it a thousand mm-hmm. times at home in the comfort of the family. So it's not easy to do or get that moment. But then the other side of this, Stephanie, is that sometimes too much of a good thing kills it. I mean, at what point does it become oversaturated? Uh, you know, I, I don't think, uh, I mean, the industry, like I had mentioned, it, it is a saturated industry. Everybody knows of where the industry is going. Mm-hmm. And the pet space, like you had mentioned during the pandemic, you know, that's what people decided to become as a pet parent. And it drove the industry upwards versus a, a lot of other industries backwards because of the pandemic. But, you know, everybody wants the best for their pets. And that's something that's just going to continue to, you know, increase, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, the the importance of sustainability, which is huge. Mm-hmm. We're noticing a lot of, you know, pet trends that are uh, emerging in the industry and people want to be feeding, you know, their animals really good, high quality pet food, as an example. They want, you know, supplements. They want, um, you know, packaging that is environmentally friendly. Like these are all really important things for people. And uh, it's an industry like no other. And, uh, you know, with the evolution of so many different products that continue to to drive the industry, we don't see, you know, it it ever getting stale. And it's me because I, I, mm-hmm. I live and breathe in the industry, but as a pet owner myself and everybody on the team, we all own cats and dogs and we live this world regardless of the, the, the agency that we work uh, in. Um, and, and we just see really, really great things with the industry. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, if in my next life, if I can come back at, as my cat or my dog, I will be so happy because they, they have the best life ever. I mean, I think the, I, I think I, a lot of them live very well. Just um, what is the earning rate? I mean, if you do it kind of as a hobby uh, mm-hmm. versus, let's say, you want to kind of go in all on it, um, what what can you what can you make if if your dog or your cat hits? Um, you know, it can range, uh, from what we've seen, um, you know, some that are just kind of tapping into the industry, they may just, you know, work for product, which is great. And they just want to build their portfolio. And then you get into kind of the big guns or the big paws and, and you get the, you know, that can be anywhere between 500 to over $2,000 per post, um, a day and, uh, per post. So if they're, po- if they're working with multiple brands, you're going to have a media kit that has their cost breakdown of what sorts of content they're creating. 
you know, whether it's a, a video, a TikTok, uh, um, you know, a Instagram post, they all have different, uh, you know, fees, a compensation associated to those. Um, so it can range, like they could change their rates depending on what sort of product that they're going to be promoting, right? So maybe they have a category for pet food. Um, you know, one of their Instagram posts, you know, one post is going to cost that brand, say, $500. Wow. They may work with five other brands the same day and still charge $500. So um, it can be a pretty lucrative um, side hustle um, for a lot of influencers. So we we see them go up and up, but at the same token, Mm -hmm. we're seeing the benefit um, that these influencers are bringing to brands. Um, tens upon thousands of, you know, sales revenues just on one post alone. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's big for a brand to be, you know, putting aside that sort of, um, you know, budget for influencer marketing or just partnerships. But it's something that's, you know, highly sought after. Um, and that's our fastest growing service uh, at our agency. Amazing. It's our influencer program. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nonetheless, uh pays your vet bills because uh, they get very expensive too. Uh, well, look, uh, Steffi, I was uh, kind of dumbfounded when I saw just the amount and the demand, but I appreciate you uh, kind of filling in those those um, places, in those spots. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. That's Stephanie Dumont. She is the creative director over at Street Dog Marketing. So if you think you're pooch, a cat or dog think uh, they're fantastic, I guess, and want to do that, maybe send them some stuff uh, their way.